0: Now, it's time for 2010 National Sports Writer of the Year, Peter King from MMQB on the NFL on TuneIn. Peter, happy holidays. We appreciate you taking the time. Let's start with the Rams after another tremendous game that allowed the team from Southern California to clinch their first division title since 2003. Where do you put Todd Gurley in the MVP conversation? I think
1: now he's, he's, sort of forced his way into the discussion right now. And I think it's him and Tom Brady going into week 17. Now you're going to, I think a lot of people will look at the MVP race and they'll basically say, Oh, you got to give it to Gurley because you know, he's been the single best player on the most surprising team, but I'll just say two things. I mean, first of all, Jared Goff has been incredible this year. Without Jared Goff, the Rams wouldn't be the champions of the NFC West. And again, look, I know this isn't a popular view, but if you ask right now, if you ask um, anybody with the Rams, if you ask Sean McVay, you ask Les Snead, the GM, you just say, hey, listen, one of these guys is going to be missing for the playoffs. Jared Goff or Todd Gurley, which one? do you think you'd have the best chance to win games without, you know, I'm, I'm asking that question badly, but you know, if you had to sacrifice one of these guys, which one would give you the best chance uh, to win if you had them on the field. And in my opinion, that's almost always going to be the quarterback. And I know people don't want to hear that, but I, I just think the quarterback almost invariably is a more valuable player than a running back.
0: Peter, Peter, earlier this
1: week we heard Jeff Fisher uh, mention the fact that, hey, listen, Sean McVay and the Rams, kudos, great job, but you are having that level of success with the players I put in place. Is this Jeff Fisher's last attempt to try to make some noise for himself as he is seeking another job employment as head coach in NFL? Well, Jeff Fisher wants a head coaching job. He's got guys on his staff uh, who are on his staff, who would like to reunite with Jeff and take one more stab at it. I just don't see it happening. It's going to be hard. Nick, over the years, one general manager a long time ago, when I was asking about a retread coach, is there any way you would hire this guy? He said, hey, listen, one of the hardest things when you hire a coach who's not going to be popular is that you're going to lose the press conference. And he means when you announce this new coach, that the fans and the local media are going to be very skeptical. Like if, you, if, you, if you're the Chicago Bears right now and you announce Jeff Fisher as the coach to succeed John Fox, I'm just asking, I just ask this question. Would the Chicago Bears fans be excited? Would they be happy? How would they feel about it? In my opinion, they would be ticked off. I mean, you've got to give people hope. And again, I think Jeff Fisher is a good football coach, but the fact is his last seven years as a head coach, he has not had a winning season. You can blame whatever you want, but it's going to be hard to stand Jeff Fisher up in front of a a group of people and say, this is our guy. Uh, And Fair or unfair, it it doesn't matter. It's just simply a fact of life. If you have seven consecutive non-winning seasons in the nfl and a team puts you out here's our guy have faith in us it's going to be hard to have faith in that decision
0: especially given fisher being tied with dan reeves for the most losses in the history of the nfl among head coaches taking you around the league with peter king mqb peter we saw your terrific interview with Deshaun watson last night football night in America on nbc what did you take away from that conversation
1: It was amazing uh, to be with Watson and his family a week ago, both in Houston and in Gainesville, uh, uh, Georgia. Here's the thing. I I firmly believe this, that, uh, you know, we look at young kids today and a lot of people see young kids who are set adrift and you think, well, this guy doesn't have much of a chance to amount to anything. You look at eight- or nine-year-old Deshaun Watson in the environment where he was, and you look at all of the total strangers who helped Deshaun Watson. You look at Warwick Dunn. You looked at people who built his family a home for Habitat for Humanity. You look at all these people who he didn't know, people throughout high school and college, and obviously they knew him in college, but you look at all that and you say, listen, this is a great story of hope. Deshaun Watson is going to pay it back He's already started to pay it back, but he's going to pay it back for the rest of his career. And I think it's an incredibly encouraging Christmas story. When you look at a guy who had the breaks that he had from total strangers and he took advantage of it every step of the way. Peter, last one for me, you know, we just watched the San Francisco 49ers defeat the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're, ama- by- they're amazing, Nick. Yeah. But they- by, by, by 10, 10 points. And since grapple has been inserted into the offense, They're on a four-game winning streak. So the biggest question is, do you put the franchise
0: tag on Jimmy Garoppolo or do you go ahead and give him a long-term contract?
1: Well, you try to sign him. John Lynch is a smart guy, and they got a jillion dollars of cap room. The only problem that I see, Nick, uh, is that if I'm the agent for Garoppolo, if you want to sign my guy long-term, you're going to have to pay him in the 20s at least. Uh, Obviously, somewhere in the 20s annually to get it done with a huge guarantee. Are you going to want to do that after a guy has made five starts for your team? You're probably not going to want to do that. I think the most common sense approach is to franchise them. Uh, and, and obviously if some team out there is going to give him an insane offer, um, which, Hey, I can tell you this right now, Jimmy Garoppolo does not want to leave San Francisco. Even if Cleveland gives him an insane offer, in my opinion, a, I don't think he, he doesn't want to go to Cleveland. B, uh, he uh, he would tell his agent, you know, I'm not doing a deal if I don't like where I'm going. So if you know that the 49ers are going to match that offer, Nick, then, you know, you let him make the offer. But in my opinion, this is probably headed toward a franchise tag and Garoppolo playing 2018 at whatever the number is, 24, or 25 million.
0: Peter, great information as always. Hope you and your family enjoy the rest of the holiday weekend. Look forward to chatting with you again Tuesday on NFL No Huddle. All the
1: best. Thanks a lot, guys.
0: You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on Tune. 20, 15, 10, 5 touchdowns. The National Football League is on. Tune in.